0: The internet should be a safe space for everyone to be who they want to be. But sadly, there are lots of us who experience bullying online. Cyberbullying takes many forms from hurtful comments to online harassment and cyberstalking. I'm one of many people who has experienced bullying online so I know firsthand how it can affect you offline too. That's why I'm so proud to be partnering with Urban Decay to highlight their ongoing campaign with the Cyber Smile Foundation, who are committed to promoting digital well-being. The campaign is called Online Bullying Hurts IRL and it aims to educate people about how cyberbullying can affect mental health and offer support for those who need it. Urban Decay and CyberSmile have made educational modules and a digital changemaker toolkit which are all designed so that we can recognize the signs, responsibly intervene and positively change the conversation. Head to cybersmileeducation.org forward slash Urban Decay. We can build a safer world online for everyone by learning and talking and making positive impact through considered social media use. If you're struggling right now, we have got you and remember to talk to people you trust. You are never alone offline, even if you feel it online. Hey, I'm Josh Smith and welcome to Rain. This podcast is all about empowerment and open conversations with incredible guests. So let's get straight into it. Today, we are back in the rain studio and I have a hoot with my new favourite pop girly, Talia Ma. Talia has just dropped my song of the moment board, which is actually all about a boring date. She went on to Nando's. Now, if that isn't a bit of us, I don't know what is. In today's episode, Talia takes us back to the beginning of her career when she started uploading to YouTube at just 13 and how she accidentally found herself becoming a huge gaming influencer. We also chat about everything from her first job being the Karen of Chessington World of Adventures niche to dealing with eye-opening online hate and her hilarious perspective on getting married to fellow content creator, Simon, who is one of the sidemen with KSI. I love Talia. She is so real and we have such a giggle on this episode. So if you don't already know and love Talia, you are about to. Well, hello, babes. How Hi. are you? i Thanks for having me. Oh my God, I'm so excited to see you, talk to you, because I'm a proper pop girly. Me like, too. born and bred. Love the pop. Love the pop. Yeah. I mean, it's basically right of passage when you're a gay, really, is
1: so,
0: <laughs> I mean, and not only have you been, like, bashing out single after single, hit after hit, babes, you've now got your new single coming out, which is coming out right now, called mm-hmm. Boards. Yeah. Babe, what is what is boring you right now? Walk me through. It's all about people wanting, needing to step up, isn't oh, it? Oh,
1: gosh, yeah. Well, it was written about a specific date I went on. Like, the first ever date I went on when I was, like, 18, 17.
0: Mm. Walk me through. Where were we? Nando's? We were
1: Nando's. Oh, my God. We <laughs> were Nando's. I we went to Topgolf. Oh, wow. You know, when you look at something, you're like, there's nothing, there's nothing going on here. Mm -hmm. Like, it was literally like talking to a brick wall. And I was like, oh no, this is, I worked with him as well. I had to quit my job.
0: You're joking. No,
1: I was like, this was the only thing that was fun at work. Like, you know, when you have those crushes that get you through those jobs at Mm -hmm. 17, it was done after that. And I was like, I quit. I was like, (laughs) I can't do this. Like, you were the only thing holding this job together. I've got to go. Where,
0: Where were you working at the time?
1: Chessington. As in World of Adventures? Yeah. This poor boy's going to know it was him. I, I only went on a date with one person from there. Oh, it's can fine. We, can it's we just so quickly discuss fine. what are we
0: doing at Chessington World of Adventures? Oh, I was a
1: ride host measuring people being like, sorry, can't come on this ride. Too small.
0: Oh yeah. my God. So you were like the Karen of the theme park.
1: Yeah, I didn't let the kids on. It was great. <laughs> I, You get a real power trip. Oh my yeah. God. It's also
0: like one of the nichest jobs I've ever had, yeah. perhaps it's when you're 17. really
1: fun. Like mm. it's because you test the rides in the morning. That you have I'm to go on to there. You. I got really good at Tomb Blaster. Yeah, that was I'm great.
0: Like a life skill you never knew you needed. It's true.
1: I probably don't need it, but it's fine. <laughs> we'll just pretend.
0: I love that. I worked in Topshop and you were at Chessington World of Adventures Lazy. having a great yeah. time, babe. <laughs> yeah. oh, we know who lucked out there. Aside from working at Chessington World of Adventures, mm-hmm. you started uploading and becoming an influencer kind of in your own right when you were like, Thirteen, right? You started yeah. uploading when you were thirteen, yeah. didn't you? Oh, Let's yeah. take it back to the beginnings of your influencer journey before yeah. you found or refound music. What was going on in your life at that point, babes?
1: When I was thirteen, yeah, absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'm thirteen. <laughs> I well, when I was thirteen, actually, I was posting covers. So I started yeah. with covers, and then I started a channel that was like it was called Tea and Biscuits. <laughs> Um, and I just thought I was like, Zoella, I wasn't. And like, my friends at school, or not friends, the people at school made that very clear. Mm. Um, because nothing was going on. I was trying to be funny. I was trying to do little funny skits and like, watching them back is one of the worst things. What kind
0: of skits were you doing?
1: It's like... I can't even explain because there was no substance. That's how little the skit was a skit. Like I'd be on my bed pretending to surf. Oh God, even saying it out loud is embarrassing. It just wasn't good. You were... that's all you need to know.
0: <laughs> and you were uploading your own songs as yeah. well, weren't you? Yes, yeah,
1: so I was uploading on a separate channel, which is yeah. now my sort of like my main like music channel. Yeah. Uh original songs and covers, yeah.
0: What were some of the original songs like?
1: Oh gosh! I mean, I had a song. Called, I mean, I was like thirteen. I had a song called "Army Wife" about being the wife of someone that goes off and like is like stationed. And I was like, I'm fourteen. What? How on earth am I writing about something that I have zero experience in? But I was. Like, I thought it was a country artist. My little like cowboy boots singing about blue jeans. Yeah.
0: What? How did that sound about the... The what? person going I
1: mean, off. Oh so God, like... I don't even remember. I literally, I, it was something like, he's something about a boy from South Carolina. And like, I literally, I, I really thought it was a country artist. Taylor Swift had me like.
0: In a chokehold, clearly. Ch-
1: chokehold.
0: Wow. I was like,
1: yes, this is what I'm going to do. I'm a country singer from South London. <laughs> Not quite.
0: Talking about my boy going off to war.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Content.
0: <laughs> some stunning content. No, no. Um, I'm going to need to dig that out. Yeah. Is it oh. still out there?
1: Somewhere? No. I still have access to it. Okay. A preview after. Oh, that, babe, exclusive. Oh, it's so bad. What a treat. My hair looked good in the video. That's about it. <laughs> I remember that vividly. I still had hair. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. And then you go from doing that mm. to then really making it as an influencer, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you started doing beauty content and gaming content yeah. as well. When did it first like really start taking off for you?
1: So really it was like Twitter. Mm. I had a tweet go viral that I posted like a little like funny joke about makeup and that kind of like went off. So I started building like a Twitter audience and they were like, maybe post some tutorials. I was like, okay, slay. <laughs> um. So I tried that and then it kind of just went off from there and I started doing beauty stuff and I would go to America quite a lot. Um, and yeah, I don't really remember the, there was no like specific moment. Mm. It was kind of like a gradual increase. Um, but I started again in 2016, I think when I started posting the YouTube stuff and then maybe in 2017, I think I hit 100K. And then from there, it Cash was well. kind of like, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was the beginning, i Yeah.
0: Say. And then you ended up doing gaming as well, which I think is such an interesting thing to do as a gal because Mm. it is such a male dominated space. It
1: really is. I went from like one to the other, like very female dominated to very male dominated.
0: How does that kind of affect you going from like one that's very female dominated to like one that's very male dominated?
1: Do you know what? I love the content a lot more to like make it Um, because like I've always played games. I've always like so it was very much just like a passion project, if you will. But it was interesting. Do you know what the biggest difference is? Like the hate comments. Mm. Because girls, they get you emotionally. They know what's going to like make you cry. And like they go for the like hard hitting. Whereas boys will just like call you a slag. And that's about it.
0: And you're like, right. (laughs)
1: Like, cool. Thanks.
0: It's very reductive and sexist of you.
1: They literally just go for like one word mean comments whereas like the girls will like write a whole paragraph about how you're a horrible person and that like no one loves you and that eyebrow is a bit longer than that one and that lip is a bit uneven there and you're like oh my god stop analyzing me so yeah it's actually kind of nicer going going for the mean boy comments yeah because we're talking
0: a lot on the podcast on this season about bullying online and Mm -hmm. in real life how bad has it got for you at some points those comments
1: um do you know what like there are moments where you're like oh I don't know about this like is this is a bit much but I think you can always I could always stop like I don't mm. have to post that video I don't ha- I could always go back and do you know quote unquote a regular job I am choosing to do this and while that doesn't mean yes you can say what you want about me um and I should just like accept it it comes with the territory and like I go into it knowing that so that does help and like when you read those comments it's kind of like oh that one stung a bit but I don't know you you don't know me so Mm. why should it matter
0: is there any that would really trigger you
1: not anymore Mm. um i definitely think there were points where like there were certain things that like certain things about your appearance that like you've always had like insecurities about that if someone goes for it you're like oh my god they're right because i think it and they think it so like it's obviously true um whereas like sometimes you'd read a comment like i literally had and this was the moment i was like Oh, the internet's a joke. I had one comment that was like, you're super, like saying I was fat, I needed to lose weight. The comment under it was telling me I needed to eat a burger and I looked like I was dying and I needed to put on weight. And I was like, oh my God, like, how is this? Two comments that are in the same video, next to each other, left about five minutes apart, the internet's a joke. Like, literally, how can you trust a single comment? And that was, honestly, the moment I was like, all right, it's fine. None of this mm. means anything.
0: Yeah. And it can, it can affect you in real life. And that's oh, what yeah. people need to realise as yeah, well, isn't definitely. it? Yeah, definitely. When they're sending out those comments and writing them.
1: Yeah. But they're sad. That's why. Like, it comes from a place of insecurity. And, mm. like, you have to remember that.
0: And you can't turn it into your insecurity. No. You? Oh, my
1: gosh, yeah. Don't give them the power. It's, like, it's what they want. Yeah. It's what they need. It's what fuels them.
0: Yeah. And it must be hard as well when you are in kind of like a forward-facing public mm. relationship yeah. as well. That's where fun. people feel like they have <laughs> access and are able to make comments about that. Yeah. How's that been for you?
1: Um, do you know what? I don't know any different. He's my first boyfriend. Mm. Ended up marrying him, kind of just like, all right, this is kind of what it is to be in a relationship, I guess. Um, so in that sense, I'm almost like fortunate because I've not experienced a private relationship where you have no one's opinions. I've had opinions from, before even people knew, people were putting opinions on because they could see like a bag in the background of his video that was in the background of mine and they were piecing things together. And um, it is, sometimes it's really irritating. Like people just say stuff. They just say it. They be like, Talia was out last night with this other guy. Meanwhile, Simon and I are sat watching like, married at first sight or whatever we're watching it's like um
0: <laughs> i've actually currently sat right here babe. it's
1: crazy or like we'll both be live streaming and they're like tali's out right now like um with some other boy i'm like i'm live you can literally see this is not true he's also live in the same house like where does this come from but people just chat, like they just like they create these narratives and they just run with them. Yeah, but I'm like, Do you know what? If that's what fuels you, you can go for it. Live your best life. Yeah, me.
0: and when you're in your in your own stable relationship, mm. that's what's important, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And shutting like, so out those like, external voices. Yeah. And
1: it, so it kind of gets to the point where it's like this is hilarious. Yeah, like because there's clearly like when you're live and someone's saying that you're doing stuff and it's like physically impossible it's like okay at this point it's now just quite funny Mm.
0: it's also difficult sometimes to go for it knowing that he has to go for his own hate online yeah as well yeah is it hard to watch that as a partner yeah
1: that i think is harder like with friends partners like anyone you know seeing comments about them is like more painful like on my videos i'd never delete a hate comment about me but i will delete every single negative comment about someone else in that video like that I can't handle. I think it's because you don't know how someone else is going to take it. And like, mm. if they're upset because of a piece of content you've uploaded that has sparked a conversation that's negative, it's like you are feel responsible, even though obviously like, I'm not saying that stuff. I don't think that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's not fun. That's probably the worst bit.
0: Yeah. And then also then you know what it's like to go through it. So you don't yeah. want to see them go through it. Yeah. 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 And also one of the things that I found really eye-opening when I was researching you before we're doing this interview while we're speaking about like hate online I couldn't believe that you trended on Pornhub because people oh, are yeah. posting videos of them let's just say in a yeah. book was doing the deed on pictures of you yeah. like as a woman in society today to find that out
1: mm, it's weird
0: how did that feel and how did you process that
1: at first I was like oh that's hilarious like yeah. it's fine whatever and then I saw one and immediately I was like Oh, okay, this is a really uncomfortable feeling. But at the end of the day, like, there is nothing I can do. Mm. So I can let it upset me and, like, I can't. There is nothing I can do to stop that. I'm just not going to go and search it out. Um, And, yeah, I think in the end it, it didn't bother me as much as I think it did in the beginning. It was just something that I had to get used to. Weird thing to have to get used to.
0: That's a very weird thing to very get used to. Very weird thing. And one of these toxic men going to learn? I know, they're not. So you can't educate everyone, can no. you? We,
1: we can try and that's what we'll do yeah. until the day that we die, but...
0: We're fighting that good fight every day, babes. We are.
1: Are we hopeful? Maybe not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cleaning up the hope. Yeah. But we might get there eventually one yeah. day. And then you've touched on this slightly bit already, but you found this kind of like online fame. Mm. And then you started to go back into pursuing music properly. Mm-hmm. But music's been part of your life since like day one, hasn't it? Because you grew since up in a very day. musical household. Yeah. And one of the most iconic things I found out about you is okay. that your first concert ever at the age of five was going to see Christina Aguilera. I know. I mean. Parents
1: of the Year Awards. Well, yeah. give it to them. Yeah. Honestly.
0: wow. Was it the tour when she was doing Dirty? It
1: was Dirty. It was you are kidding black me. hair. Oh my can't God. hold us down era.
0: What a time to be alive. Yeah.
1: It was honestly, well, I mean, it was amazing. And also I was like, there were points where she'd like rip off her skirt and I'd be like, because <gasps> I was five and I was like, what's happening? My mum yeah. was like, it's fine. It's a show. Don't worry. Just like, get over it. <laughs> just don't do that when you just, go like, to school Just tomorrow. don't do this. Like, yeah. don't learn from this. Just enjoy it. <laughs> um. But yeah, I remember just being like, oh my God, this is a, co- like, this is what adults do every day obviously it's not now i know but i just thought that's what everyone did when they went out like wow they should go and see christina galera every day this is really yeah they whack their chaps on and off they go great yeah yeah Whack dirty on the back
0: of their bum yeah yeah and
1: black eyed peas were supporting her it was honestly what
0: a musical awakening i
1: know i was like yeah i want to do that maybe not the skirt thing i mean now yeah yes but at five i was like maybe not (laughs) Not
0: i'm glad you made those wide decisions for a five-year-old yeah yeah I'd be like, Mum, I need the chaps, I need the look. Oh, yeah,
1: no. Yeah. I was like, That's is sure.
0: Mm. Get me on word <laughs> art. Cause remember, she used to have like dirty, like written on the back, and it was literally like written in like word oh, art lettering. Yeah. Like
1: bubble, like bubble, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. It, it was like almost like in Times New Roman, it was just like safety pinned on the back. And I was like, That's iconic. I could actually yeah. do that. Yeah.
1: What yeah. Queen. I love her. I mean, what a queen. Yeah.
0: And then you ended up going to Brit school. Yeah. Didn't you? Because did. for me, I imagine that is literally like going to real life fame. Yeah. Where everyone's just like singing and dancing and being their utmost extra selves.
1: Yeah. What? Was it like that? To be fair, it, it really is. Yeah. Like, and it's because people are like, it's not that people are just singing their order for like their food or whatever, but like people are <laughs> like rehearsing. Fingers, please. Yeah, <laughs> people rehearse. So like in the hall, there's not a rehearsal room. People would just be sat there on the stairs doing their harmonies, practicing their routines. My first week there, I went to a dance off. I didn't participate. No. But I watched and I was like, this is not normal. This is not a school. Um, but they work you hard. They do. And you learn a lot.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but outside of the lessons, it is very much like that. Like high school
0: I literally love that you turned up and there was like a dancer. Oh
1: my gosh, I was like, there's no. Week one, one, I remember just like being in a circle. I was like, This is like the films. Like, they literally were like crumping at each other and then would go back, and the other guy would come forward. and I was like, This is not normal. Like, what is this? Is school go to like go to mass? Yeah, but no, yeah,
0: people were not doing that at my school. No, yeah. they're more just like squaring up to each other and then a little bit of a fisticuff situation. yeah fair. There was a
1: couple of those also. But...
0: Fisticuffs, I've never used that word <laughs> yeah, in my life. Say, I've
1: never heard that before. Back, I? <laughs> like, I'm yeah, like, not, not, not fisticuff, babes. Fisty <laughs> (laughs) why not
0: wow i don't know where that came from It's a sort of recess in the back of my mind and given the fact you did all of that stuff and you were kind of nurturing yourself as an artist behind the scenes anyway Mm. when it came to being taken seriously as an artist in your own right was it hard to be seen as a serious artist given the fact you were in a vertcom as an influencer at the same time
1: yeah i still think there's definitely like a lot of people that are like oh she's just an influencer she just wants to do mm. like a couple songs and then like go back to her like makeup or whatever they think it is um but i think when people speak to me or they learn that like i studied music at school like i've been playing instruments since i was like 10 like it's not it's not just like a little fun thing i thought i'd pick up like this was always my sort of like dream and like what i wanted to do um i think they're like oh all right okay we'll let... yeah. yeah go on give it a go <laughs> But we'll let her crack on with it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I'm try. But um, also, it's
0: about having the faith in yourself, isn't it? To yeah. go out there and pursue those
1: dreams. Yeah. And I think it's also like, it is kind of all, it feels like it's all I know. Like, even if I were to do YouTube videos and all that, never felt natural to me. It never felt like, oh, this is this comes naturally and it's something that I was, like, born to do. Like, that never felt like the case. It was always a case of, like, oh, I'll do this and, like, this makes sense with music because, yeah. like, I can build an audience and then I can post my songs and, like, it it gives me more control over, sort of, like, the music that I get to make. And to an extent it worked, but also then it went the other way where people are like, oh, you're a makeup artist, or a gamer, that's it, full stop. Mm. No no ifs, buts and maybes.
0: Have you always had a game plan, do you think?
1: Um... Yes and no. I think I always, like, when I saw the YouTube stuff working, it in my head was 100% a case of, like, great. Like, my channel was called Mom Music while I was posting, like, and then your eyeliner, you can, like... <laughs> there was always the game plan to, like, this is for music and, like, music's the end game. But, like, with any game plan, like, it never goes to plan. Yeah. There's always, like, a little meander here and, like, things change. And um, I think that's where what happened. Like, I think the gaming stuff went better than it, it was meant to, uh, which is great. Like, yeah. super happy. Love Here that. Here we are today. Yeah.
0: Thank you very much. But Buy it, my single, yeah. XOXO.
1: <laughs> but it definitely, like, changes the dynamic of how things flow and how things work. And it was it was more of a thing to, like, step back from rather than transition over.
0: Mm. And have you always had that? kind of sense of a self-belief that you are very vocal about what your dreams are? Because I was having a discussion with my friend about this the other Mm. day and we both said we actually find it very nerve-wracking to tell people what our dreams are and what we really want to achieve. Do you feel like you've been someone who's been able to always really vocalise that and also believe it at the same time?
1: I think yes and no. Like I hate people knowing I'm disappointed. Mm. I hate that feeling of like... because. I don't mind being disappointed like I'm okay but it's other people I'm like how are they oh god they're gonna feel really bad for me but I'm fine I promise I'm fine it's like that like overcompensating but also like when I was a kid there was very much that underlying feeling of like there's nothing else I want to do I mean there was a period where I thought I was going to be a surgeon and a singer but that's a conversation
0: (laughs) a singing surgeon
1: Hannah Montana I was like she goes to school she sings I'll just surgery sing it works in my head. At <laughs> wow. Six.
0: I thought you meant also like singing while you're doing the surgery. No, yeah. that
1: would have been unrealistic. Yeah, that's very so,
0: realistic. Like yeah. getting down to Christian Galera dirty more no, that yeah, while yeah. doing no, some sort of like was heart like, surgery. Okay,
1: let's like cool. Sew so you up. Right. on Sage at Wembley, let's go, guys. <laughs> um, but obviously quickly realised that wasn't a thing. So yeah, I just always It's never
0: too late though. Do
1: you know what? So true. Yeah
0: you could Quick. always retrain on the side Kings
1: college <laughs> hospital wait is that yeah that's yeah. Fine. yeah yeah that's fine. it's the, the legit hospital yeah, so yeah
0: it's a good place to start yeah
1: perfect maybe start <laughs> an with expert. operation yeah. the game <laughs> yeah and, then and work people. your way up okay fair. Yeah. um yeah so as much as like i had those little things singing was always like i want to do this so when you're three you don't think about being disappointed you just say it you're like i want to do this i want to do this and like I think because I, I knew from so young, I kind of never lost that when I grew mm. up. I'd be 10, like, I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to just do that. And I was like, you know, that's like probably not going to happen. That's not really a thing most people get to. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, I'm just going to be a singer. It's fine. It's easy. It's not easy. Yeah. But that was the that was the, the little game plan up here. Yeah.
0: And you've got to have that faith in that inner voice. Yeah, you because if you don't believe it, no one else, no one else is going to believe it. Take
1: yeah. it till you make it. Yeah, I love that.
0: Yeah. And no one else wants it. For you as much as you do.
1: Yeah,
0: that's something that I've learned as well. Yeah. You've got to really push it's for true. everything you want and strive for it.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm also very vocal, like mm. I'm a loud girly. <laughs> if I think something, I have to say it. I can't not.
0: This month marks Anti-Bullying Week and World Kindness Day, so you might have noticed this series of rain is all about how we can build a safer and more welcoming world online. Bullying both online and offline can affect your mental health and as someone who's experienced bullying in both worlds, I know how isolating that can be. So it feels really special to be partnering with Urban Decay and Smile to talk about their online bullying hurts IRL campaign. Head to cybersmileeducation.org forward slash Urban Decay to find Urban Decay and Cyber Smile's educational modules and their digital changemaker toolkit to help call cool out and stop cyberbullying for good together we can and we will make the internet and social media a safe space for me for you and for everyone another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. And now you've ended up not just performing on any stages. You performed Mm -hmm. on like Wembley Stadium, babes.
1: I know that was a bit much. That's... (laughs) It's not just like a light, the, that not like a light like, performance. I was stood there like, I've skipped some major steps. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's incarnation. Did you literally carnation. go yeah.
0: not performing to literally go on to Wembley Stadium?
1: It was like doing pubs, um, doing the sort of like circuit when I was like a teenager, having a break, doing like a show in front of like maybe 80 people to 100 people, uh, COVID, and then Wembley Stadium. Wow. Yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it to a psyche.
0: How much were you shitting it on that day?
1: I was fine the whole day. I was like, oh my God, I'm not nervous. Like, this is clearly my calling. <laughs> I stepped on that stage. I heard Ella Air start singing and I was like, it's too late. I, am d- I have to go on in like, I knew I had like 40 seconds or something like that. Mm. And I was stood there, my whole body went cold. My mouth went dry. I was like, I need water. They're like, it's long past the time where you're allowed to have water. Like, you're on stage in like, now 15 seconds. And yeah. I'm like, oh I Okay, this is fine. This is fine. I feel fine. I feel okay. I did not feel okay. I thought I was going to die for the first, like, maybe 30 to 40 seconds of that performance. And then I felt okay.
0: Whilst you were also having to sing at the same time. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm literally like this. There's a point where I, like, I go to, like, touch someone's hand. And I'm like... I was like, nothing's coming out of my my throat. (laughs) And, like, my hand is shaking. I was like, I can't feel anything in me anymore. And then it sort of, like, I then remembered and I was like, oh this is fine it's literally the same as performing to a pub it's just that more people will see if you mess up <laughs> it's, it's fine
0: just, it's bad- bad-
1: and it's going to go on YouTube forever it's Yeah. okay yeah
0: they're probably just as drunk as the people at the pub exactly. anyway exactly
1: it's great yeah I mean, they're definitely like 14 so they're probably not <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's okay <laughs> it's okay <laughs>
0: they're not drinking early and we do not condone that on this podcast drink responsibly 18 years and over only (laughs) or 21 wherever you're listening to this in different demographics and countries um but like you then have this mega hit that's on in repeat on my head on a loop all the time stay the night i literally woke up this morning i was like
1: stay the night
0: (laughs) that's so clearly i'm not gonna be collaborating with you anytime soon i
1: loved it (laughs) good
0: maybe you can do like a paris hilton kind of thing with me and just put me through nice. like one of those systems what's yeah. it called where
1: like filters you- filters and, filters like all of that. Yeah, and yeah, you can yeah. just make me Processor. sound stunning and maybe
0: i can just do a couple of like backing singing moments Perfect. for you, there you go. next time that's
1: the next vibe
0: cat's <laughs> chorus <laughs> <laughs> mm. and did that feel like a real moment for you where you're like i'm really making moves now in music
1: do you know what? Yeah, it did. But it also just didn't feel real. Like it felt, I was genuinely waiting every day for someone to be like, just kidding, you're not actually doing this. Like, yeah. This isn't your song. You're not on it. Like you don't know any of these people. You're not doing these shows. Like every time there was a new show or a new, like it would go up in the charts. And like, it, I was just like, this is a, like, it's just, you're joking. It's not real. Like I didn't even really get to enjoy it because it just felt so, far from anything I'd experienced. I was like, I don't even know how to take it in because it's just not something I was expecting. Um, So, I mean, I had a great time. It was really fun. And I it, I love Bruce, like Sigala. He's so, he's such a good egg. And like, it was so fun to be a part of, but I just feel like I didn't, I didn't take it in because I was like, I don't know what's happening. I literally don't yeah. know what's happening.
0: When do you think you'll get to a point where you feel like I've, I've done it and i've really made it do you think
1: oh i don't know i don't know sometimes there's like never a point you have to like look back and go oh yeah that was good that was a good thing um but i don't know what that thing is that i think i'm like this is when i'm good i think if you have that then you'll stop when you get there And i don't think that's a good thing so i'm just like all these little like milestones you just build them up and then like just never stop having milestones that's that's the dream
0: gotta keep going that also this sounds stones. really like draining <laughs> it sounds tiring
1: <laughs> but that is just i think that's always what i've been like i'm like cool oh my god love that okay right how do we do this better how do we do it mm. bigger like that's just think how i was brought up yeah and like yeah
0: and you're still really developing as an artist yeah everyone's waiting for that lp to come babes mm-hmm. like when are you gonna drop it what's the plan that's
1: a good question i think ep first yeah um which maybe in the beginning maybe of next maybe yeah I'm gonna say maybe just because if it doesn't happen no one tell me off <laughs> I'm hoping we're trying okay? we're playing
0: we're crossing our fingers yeah, cross yeah
1: everything but I'm hoping yeah beginning of next year
0: and then we always talk about this when we have female musicians mm-hmm. on the podcast because you know what, the music industry has always been dominated by men. Yeah. Let's get real. Always yeah. has been, always That's will true. be, behind the scenes, front of the scenes. And it's still really hard for women to get behind the scenes and also women to get on that stage as well. Yeah. For you as a female artist in the industry today, what still frustrates you about how women are treated in that industry?
1: Do you know what it is? The main thing isn't specifically how you're treated is it's that people don't realise that you're treated differently and they kind of reject that idea as a whole. It's like, you can explain how you've been... It's clear as day that you've been looked over for something because you're a woman or that you've not been taken seriously, but it's like, oh, that doesn't happen anymore. It's like, you guys can work now. You have rights. It's like, okay, there's still stuff that we can do better. Like, just mm. because we can vote and we don't have to clean our houses and we can go to work, that doesn't mean that the work is done. And that's kind of the thing I think that's hardest is that people don't like receive it as a thing that's still happening which is why the things that feel little are actually bigger because it's part of like a bigger picture Mm. that makes sense
0: yeah what kind of like little things will really frustrate you Mm
1: -hmm. just little things about like if i want to sing a song about my a date i went on everyone's like yeah my husband why are you not singing about him whereas like a boy will sing a song about a girl but has a wife and they're like oh my god slay i love this song this is the best and it's like because god forbid i ever spoke to a boy before my husband like god that would be tragic Mm. um and it's just like the things that are in everyday life seep into music because obviously music is a reflection of everyday life and you sing about things that happen in life and the things that women are kind of like not really allowed to do in society which is like dating around you're not meant to sleep around because oh my god that's just like crazy. You're not allowed to do that. And it's like what? Like, I mean, why breaking I news
0: that happens. Hands. It's
1: like why can't girls do that? Go get yours, honey. Live your best yeah. life. Yeah, but like, you do think about, they do, about get it. Get your fix. Yeah, it's okay. Gosh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's and it's literally just those things that just seep in because you're singing about them, and everyone's like, oh, oh my gosh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Like, oh shut up, grow up.
0: And they're like, you're a married woman.
1: Yeah, exactly. Sorry? I'm a grown up. You grew up as well. Yes. <laughs> well, how, what would you
0: like to see change? After what you said just mm. there, what would you like to see change about the music industry in that sense?
1: Oh, goodness gracious me. Let's get the list out. Yeah. What would I like to see change about the music industry? I mean, aside from just women, like young artists as well, like some of the contracts that people have to sign and, and like, I think just awareness, that is honestly the biggest thing that changes everything. People just knowing what the issues are, knowing that there's contracts that shouldn't be signed you know people probably shouldn't be signed as young as they are um and yeah I think awareness with like what what happens with women and the things that you sing about and like doing it more like and just pushing through I'd love to see more people stop talking (laughs) (laughs) and stop giving these horrendous opinions
0: yeah keep your opinions to yourself have you always had a very strong sense of your own voice though yeah in the music industry so you've always kind of stood up what you believe in and made sure you had your voice heard
1: yeah i think since i was a kid like i'm very much just like i i, I guess outspoken would be the word but like again a boy wouldn't probably wouldn't be called outspoken yeah. if i was hate the word outspoken so. because, yeah, because it's like it's i'm not outspoken. i'm, I'm just, I'm just called having a voice and i'm opinion. Just spoken. yeah <laughs> um yeah so i've always been very much like if i think something as long as i don't think it's gonna hurt someone and it's like i wouldn't say something unnecessarily Mm. to try and hurt someone but like if i feel like something needs to be said for the right thing to be done i will say it Mm. um and i think i've tried to keep that within music and like i've had my fair share of like bad managements long in the past and like that was a whole ordeal to try and get through and the only reason i did it is because i was like whoa no don't like this uh-uh, i'm out i'm not yeah. having this conversation
0: And these kind of like sexist statements like being outspoken are just everywhere because even when you look at like being a gamer girl in her first comments, no one's calling someone a gamer boy are they no
1: exactly yeah <laughs> they're not it's it's these little things and this is the things that it's like does that matter in the grand scheme of things no but it's all these little things that like Create these subconscious ideas that people don't even realize they're consuming—that are the problem.
0: Mm. And like working through that kind of like internalized patriarchal system is a full-on journey yeah. for everyone. Oh my is God, there? It is.
1: Barbie the movie did it really well. Oh, like,
0: she unpacked it very nicely for us, didn't she? That, yeah. <laughs>
1: love that so if anyone's struggling go watch barbie go watch
0: barbie <laughs> no. and i mean this has been such an epic year for you on so many levels but to top it all off you also did get married I did speaking of being a married woman i know does that feel like for me if i still got married and i'm like in my early 30s i'd still feel like a child bride and it yeah. was like like slightly freaked That's how out how i feel yeah
1: <laughs> how has
0: that been <laughs>
1: It's bizarre. I also like. I never wanted to get married. Like it was never something on the cards in my brain. I was like, marriage, no, kids, no. I don't yeah. want any of that traditional, like, nah. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, maybe I could get married. This, is, it's kind of fun and cute. Um. So like, I remember on the day being like, whoa, this was not something I thought was going to happen. This is really bizarre. Like, I'm me. I'm getting married. I'm getting, and I literally said that to myself. And like, even now when I say the word husband, I'm like. Oh my God! Is he eighty? <laughs> like, what? What is this word that I have to say now? And like, it feels really weird. And like, he says wife, and I'm like, you're hmm. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's kind of feels kind of a slay. <laughs> I love that. Is
0: he eighty?
1: And honestly, like the word husband is so alien to me because mm. it's like it's what my mum always said. And to be fair, I think about it now, I'm like when my mum was saying this, she was like 28. 29 she's You're like,
0: like she's ancient i'm like oh she my wasn't. god an old lady and
1: now yeah. i'm there and i'm like oh crap okay. oh my god yeah
0: because i was having a discussion with my friend literally yesterday about getting married because the whole idea freaks me out so much yeah because i'm like then i'm like a full fledged adult and it's never something that i've ever really like aspired to have yeah in my life yeah. so now it's like on the table
1: yeah
0: i'm like whoa that was this me. is weird yeah
1: I was like, just never had this on the bingo card of my life. Yeah. So like, how did I get here? But it's really good and it's really fun.
0: Okay, so it comes highly recommended. Yeah,
1: it's good fun. I mean, as long as you're with someone that you like. Yeah. I mean love. Yeah. Maybe you don't just like marry someone you're just like, I like, think oh, you're all right. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good time
0: good Yeah, you've encouraged me babes get me get that veil on get me down that aisle can't wait but it's also about being in a relationship that empowers you yeah exactly empowers you to be your best selves and have you found that
1: yeah definitely and like also it's like you don't have to get married like yeah it's it is a traditional thing and i think that's why it was something i was like oh i'm doing a, am doing a tradition (laughs) this is crazy um but I think, yeah, as long as you're with someone that lifts you up and like there's no jealousy, there's no like oh, I can't tell them this because they're gonna get upset. I can't like you have to be able to tell them everything, you have to be able to be yourself. Yeah, as long as like you're with someone that you're truly, truly like happy to your core, yeah, great, yeah. go for it.
0: Babe, I feel like if it all goes wrong, you should become like a marriage counsellor. I love it. That's
1: the plan. That's the plan. Completely unqualified. I'm like, leave him. <laughs>
0: Leave, get out right yeah, now. You yeah, could be the JJ. singing, oh my God, you could be the singing marriage counsellor. like, come
1: in guys, I've got a song.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh God, right <laughs> now.
0: Oh my God, that'd be stunning. So many career that options. That would be horrific. That would be horrific, but also great. Routine. Routine. I've got some choreo to get you through this problem. Quick
1: dancers come in, <laughs> we've got a session. <laughs> oh my God. Do
0: you know the weird thing about it is the like, I'm really yet?
1: I can as yeah. well. I've got a very visual memory and I'm kind of like, next business. Yes. <laughs> No, absolutely. In this cosy living vibes, you've got to make I'm the an, an enabler. So, no. So Never suggest I. an idea around me. I'll be like, yes, do it. That sounds amazing. Actually. Like, this is not feasible. I'm like, yes, you could do this, this, this. And it's like, no, no, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Given that we've been talking quite a lot about self belief today, mm. is there ever a point when you look back now on your journey where there's a moment where you didn't think your dreams were possible? <sighs> do you know what? no and I love that
1: to an extent there are moments where I look back and I'm like you were wobbling a bit there honey you were having a moment and like I still have them but I think there's always that underlying feeling of just like trusting the process truly trusting it and like I've always been a like everything happens for a reason kind of person and I've never lost that feeling of like you have that moment of like oh that didn't go well and it's like nope it's fine. There's a reason that happened. And yes, I will look back. And every time I've looked back, I've gone, yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's why that happened. And like, mm. so I think I've never lost that feeling of like, it's fine. Like, it's actually okay. You're going to be okay.
0: Is there a moment of failure that's really empowered you now you look back at it?
1: Um, I kind of don't believe in failure. Love it. I think failing is stopping if like you don't want to stop if you stop because you're like this is hurting my peace and like cool that's not failing but like you only truly fail if you if you dream of something you've only failed the day that you stop because like every single day could be the day that that it happens if you're constantly trying and i feel like if you stop doing that that's when the mind goes and it's like oh no i can't do this anymore but like i'm gonna die one day and let's say the day that i die it's like if i never did the things i want to do i'm not gonna know so i never failed queen I love that. But like, if I stop, then I'm living knowing that I've stopped trying. Mm. That doesn't sound fun to me. So, nope. Mm -mm.
0: And regret will always hunt you more than failure. Yeah,
1: exactly. So it's just like, why stop? Just keep... Forever.
0: Keep on (laughs) going. going.
1: Yeah. And it's easier said than done, obviously. But that's the general gist.
0: Keep going till you slay. Yeah. That is the ultimate goal (laughs) Keep going
1: until you slay. Slay.
0: Now, it's been the best talking to you Thanks. today. Thanks for having me. But we always end on one final question. Okay. And that always is, in the reign of your life, what's the one rule you'll always live by?
1: Okay, so there's like a quote that I'm obsessed with. Hit me with it. And it's, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life thinking that it's stupid. And I think it's Albert Einstein, but it's basically you're not you can be bad at things but that doesn't mean that you're a bad person it doesn't mean you're stupid it doesn't mean you're useless like there is going to be something that is for you you just keep going until you find it
0: i love it that's
1: what i live my life by Davis this is the first time we've ever
0: had albert I'm einstein referenced well, on go. this podcast <laughs> yeah it's
1: she true, sings <laughs> she's
0: intelligent <laughs> She quotes Einstein.
1: It's such a good quote. It's such a good quote. It's so true. Like, if a fish is climbing a tree, it'd be like, God, I'm shit. It's going to be gutted. And it's like, babe, just get in the water. You're going to have the best time.
0: So just stick to what you're good at, right?
1: Be a fish.
0: Yeah, be a fish. Don't
1: climb a tree. (laughs)
0: Or if you are listening to this and you are a fish, don't climb a tree.
1: Yeah, go. Yeah. Get in the water, figure out what it is that you love, and do it.
0: Yeah, find it. And it might just be swimming.
1: Yeah, maybe you're a swimmer. Maybe
0: you're a swimmer. Honestly, thank you so much, babe. It's been the best.
1: <laughs> I love it. Be a fish.
0: Be a fish. Yeah, great. Thanks for being here for this episode of Rain. If there are things that resonate with you, I'd love to hear from you. Get me on socials at Josh Smith Hosts. And if you enjoyed this episode, please like, rate, subscribe or follow and share this with someone you think should hear it. Let's get those convos going because that is what this podcast is all about. Hi, babes. Me again. Just wanted to tell you about something very exciting. I can't believe I'm about to tell you this, but I've written a book and it's called Great Chat. As you know, I love to chat, plot spoiler, and I love talking to people about their lives because as I always say, talking and listening is so powerful. The book is all about how you can master conversation and transform your life just like it has for me. I've used my experience from all the amazing interviews I've been lucky enough to do, as well as a load of research to help you deal with everything from making new friends to embracing difficult discussions. Great chat should never be underestimated. It can truly improve your well-being, allow you to create the life you want, and bring the connections you are so deserving of, babes. You can pre-order Great Chat today in hardback, ebook, and audiobook, read by me, no less, and it's out on the 20th of June.